Welcome to another episode of the Business Samurai Podcast, the podcast about business and pop culture, and also a companion podcast to the Business Samurai webcomic. My name is Ramon Cuenca, CFA. I'm the creator of Business Samurai. And uh, apologies for this episode coming out a bit late this week. Um, I had a I had a pretty heavy week uh, workload in terms of um, uh, fundraising, um, but things are going well actually. So I'm I'm pretty uh, happy about how. Things are coming along. We're actually staying in the U.S. for another another month and a half, so we're staying here a, a bit longer. Um, in the meantime, um, and I've for those of you who have been um, li- listening for the past few episodes, uh, you'll know that uh, I'm here in the U.S. not just to uh, visit family, but also to fundraise uh, for Business Samurai for a uh, future project, which I can't tell you about now, unfortunately, but I promise you will be awesome. But... Um, it, the, the cost of that has been a um, lack of uh, regularity in the posting schedule of this podcast. But um, since we're going to be here for a bit longer, um, I'm going to work on getting this out on, on a more regular pace. So I'm thinking about every Thursday uh, of the week for, uh, for the next month and a half. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, you, you, but regardless, you, you, can, you can bet that there'll, there'll always be a, a new episode of the podcast once a week uh, for the next uh, month and a half, regardless of when it comes out. So yeah, again, apologies in advance if it's not on a on a regular schedule, but I'll uh, I am I am aiming for Thursday going forward for the next couple of weeks. All right, so uh, NFTs, NFT crash. No one is surprised. I mean, are you really surprised? I'm not surprised. You're probably not surprised. No one's surprised. Everyone knew this was going to happen, but people jumped in on it anyways, uh, which uh, left me scratching my head. If you uh, listened to one of my NFT podcasts a few weeks ago, or maybe maybe a month and a half ago, uh, you'll know that. I, th- <laughs> I mean, I I kind of think at least the way it was. The way NFTs are being set up, at least uh, in the past, um, you know, month of May, when everyone kind of flocked flocked to it, and there was a lot of media attention on it, I always felt that it was it's kind of a it's kind of a scam because like the the quote the, the so called gas fees for launching an NFT, so like the transaction costs were were basically it was basically based on surge pricing, meaning that the more people who you know use um, like a website to put up their NFTs on, the more expensive the transaction costs are. So that's that's kind of nuts. So uh, it's like there are sort of you know perverse incentives for, I mean more so than usual for for someone who owns like a you know an NFT exchange to go out into the press and start you know pumping up like um, NFTs to get more people into it, and then like. Obviously, they're going to make more money the more people who uh, try to get in, get get in on the action. So, I am not really surprised at all that uh, you know things kind of died down because it was kind of obvious to me, at least in my opinion, that there were obviously people making like quite a bit of money on this. The the people, as they say, the people selling the 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 shovels and, and not you know it's, it's like. Uh, how does that analogy go? It's like the gold rush in the U.S. People who made the most money weren't the people who were mining for gold, but for but the people who were selling the shovels. So that's basically that analogy, right? So I mean, we shouldn't be surprised at all. So um, I looked at a bunch of um, articles covering uh, how the NFT market has supposedly collapsed. So the the news came out was basically because uh, there was a there was a let's see. There was a 
a, a news data site that, that tracks crypto called Prodos, and they were just saying, basically saying that the the market on NFTs has collapsed. So that made the news, and there were several outlets that reported on it. It wasn't even a you know like, I mean these are sort of like I mean this I I don't think it even made the the front page of like um, I guess quote unquote. Uh, really uh, esteemed or uh, establishment publications like the Wall Street Journal and the Financial Times. I had to read it on other on, on other uh, outlets. In fact, the the first article I saw about this so-called NFT collapse was on Kotaku, which is a which is a gaming uh, 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 gaming journalism publication. So it wasn't even on like something that's quote unquote more mainstream. So anyway, so the, this first article I read uh, uh, on Kotaku says, uh, the, the title is, The NFT Market Has Collapsed, Oh No. So it's obviously very sarcastic. Um, and it's funny because you can tell, like, when reading these articles, there's, there's definitely like a, like a tone that, depending on, on who writes the article, like, you know, their, their opinion on, on, NFT, on NFTs or the NFT market as it currently stands, again, as it currently stands, really does shine shine through and we're going to see that on the rest of this podcast so all right so um i'm going to read now from this article from from kotaku the golden age that golden age again referring to nfts uh back in may (laughs) when there was a peak is now over though as you can see that this comprehensive study of recent sales data by prodos it covers a lot of bases but the most important important figures are Okay, one, the overall NFT market has suffered a quote-unquote near 90% collapse since its peak. That peak on May 3 saw $100 million in crypto collectible sales in just one day. There's been just $19.4 million in sales in the past week. Two, NFT art sales are even lower, plunging from single days with millions in sales to just $3 million in sales globally for the past week, and that's including both primary and secondary sales. Three, the number of active NFT wallets, the accounts being used to purchase the tokens, has fallen from over 12,000 to 3,900. So yeah, um, again, so I mean, the, those are pretty, very hard to argue those numbers. Here's another article from Hypebeast. Uh, the title is, the, the NFT market has officially crashed, um, parentheses, after just four months. So I'm reading this article now. On, on May 3, the NFT market reached a peak with $102 million worth of non-fungible tokens sold just that day. But looking at sales data from the, from the last week of May, only $19.4 million, uh, US dollars that is, in NFT sales was processed compared to the $170 million in NFTs transacted the week of the peak, the market saw a 90% drop. Although NFT collectibles like CryptoPunks and hash masks are still going strong, there looks to be a shift from crypto art to quote-unquote metaverse, we've talked about metaverse before, metaverse NFTs. It is also important to note the number of active NFT wallets has dropped from over 12,000 at each NFT category to just 3,900. And this, this article is funny because at the end, uh, in, in, in a totally unrelated um, uh, piece of news, the author says, in case you missed it, Tesla recently filed a trademark for Elon Musk's restaurant concept. So, I mean, I feel like the author is just, uh, you know, basically hinting at sort of the insanity of all this, of, of, of all of this, sort of uh, internet-driven, you know, uh, 
crazes like NFTs or meme stocks, etc., or, or like the the market following te- uh, Elon Musk's every word and uh, Bitcoin trading on it is every tweet. So yeah, I thought that was funny. So here's here's another uh, article. This is a this is a, this is sort of a. <clears throat> This has less of a negative bias on it. This is from Cointelegraph, so unsurprisingly, they they obviously cover um, cryptocurrencies or cryptocurrency specialists, and uh, um, it shouldn't be surprised that the, the tone the the author strikes, in in my opinion, is a lot less uh, a lot less um, by uh, negative bias towards NFTs. So this one's called NFT sales down ninety percent since market peak. This is from this is from Cointelegraph. So. Crypto collectibles were the most purchased NFTs during the market peak and remain so today, having declined just 66% in the past month. The second most popular NFT category relates to sports tokens, which showed the most resilience during the market drop, with active wallets having declined just 55% since early May. Current data from nonfungible.com shows collectibles, uh, uh, parentheses CryptoPunk, and sports, Parentheses, so rare, so rare, so rare. I'm not sure. So rare. Okay, I get it. So rare, not so rare. <laughs> so rare. Tokens have possessed, have processed the most volume in the past seven days, picking up up close to forty percent of the total NFT volume. Protoss's anal- analysts were quick to conclude that the NFT bubble has already burst. They wrote, uh, quote. quote all things considered, the data suggests the NFT bubble lasted just four months, and it popped about this time in May, uh, unquote. NFTs provoked equal parts of hype and confusion when they emerged at the, as the crypto space's latest craze earlier this year, following in the footsteps of the tokenization movement, see Dentacoin, the ICO phase, and DeFi and yield form- farming. Depending on one's capacity for optimism, NFTs are, or were, either the hottest new technological innovation to emerge from the blockchain realm or an absolute scourge on the crypto space which provide a little value and lots of noise. Regardless of where one stands on the matter, the noise would seem to be dying down. So yeah, that's a relatively less negative bias uh, from this, uh, from from, uh, Cointelegraph. It's funny they use the word just, only just declined 50%, only declined 60%, you know. So yeah, there's another one. Uh, Okay, last one. This is Gizmodo, and again, it's got a negative uh, bias in the writing towards NFTs. NFTs are crashing, and who could have seen this coming other than basically anyone? Yeah, so surprise, surprise. So here we go. While eye-popping NFT art sales drew the lion's share of media attention, the market was and continues to be dominated by crypto collectibles, i.e. small pixel art faces like CryptoPunks, portraits called hash masks, and twerky pepes based on the popular frog character that has become synonymous with both image boards like 4chan and the online far right. According to Protoss, their data set shows 9.2 million in crypto collectibles sold in the last week. Metaverse NFTs, such as an app that allows people to buy digital real estate, sold $3.3 million in the last week. Sports memorabilia, such as basketball trading card like NBA Top Shot, have also bypassed art with $3.16 million in sales over the same same time period. Art came in behind them at $3 million. So everyone's talking about art, art for example, but it's, it hasn't done so well recently relative to other parts of NFTs. Um, 
NFTs are always about speculation, and interest in both the big-ticket art items and the cheaper collectibles is fading rapidly. Sales are plummeting. The NFT bubble has popped. Whether another, another NFT bubble re rebounds in its place may depend in part on whether the above applications sound more like, more to you like, like gem, mint, comic books, or Pokemon cards, which retain value thanks to rarity and their association with legendary brands and nostalgia, or dot, 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 dot. Beanie Babies and Franklin Mint collectibles. So the latter, the, the latter grouping is sort of are sort of really really um, hot hot flashes, a flash in the pan, and not like didn't have staying power like comics or or Pokemon cards in, as in terms of being a collectible. The ongoing Bitcoin crash certainly isn't helping. There is also rising attention to, to the disproportionate environmental costs of cryptocurrencies and, and NFTs, which suck up huge amounts of electricity to fuel the, the cryptographic algorithms that run blockchains, and crackdowns on crypto in countries like China. The downward trend in Bitcoin prices could reverse itself as it's done innumerable, innumerable times before, although the, although the frenetic boom and bust cycle of cryptocurrency makes it all but impossible to guess whether NFTs will do the same or remain a flash in the pan. That's funny. Okay, uh, and uh, that's the end of that citation, of this citation of this article. But they use, they use, the, same, they use the, uh, the, same, uh, the same terms I was using, flash in the pan. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, one more thing. In any case, in any case no one, you can't say no one warned, warned you this was rubbish. So, yeah, that's the Gizmodo article. Um... So yeah, I mean, I mean, for my own comments, nothing really m much to say about this. And it is what it is. It, it might pop back. Who knows? I mean, the crypto is still definitely the wild, wild west of the internet. Uh, but it, it's just funny that kind of art didn't last as didn't hold up as long as like you know, for example, sports collectibles. I'm not surprised really because with, I mean, art depends. I mean, I mean, art is like, and I, I think I've said this before, art. It's like a, the industry is like a Hollywood industry. They're definitely like kingmakers. There are lots of hopefuls, but very few make it big. And then they're relying on the galleries, which are sort of the um, the galleries, traditional art galleries are sort of the, uh, they're like the, um, they're like the art world version of Hollywood studios. So they kind of make, they're, they're sort of the king and queen makers as it were. So it, it's a sort of a long tail structure where only a few artists really make it big. So you can only, you should, Theoretically, you would only you would only buy NFTs of those you know famous artists, for example, or people who are propped out are propped up by other establishments. And I think uh, one example of that is is uh, is Beeple, for example, who is his work is being bought by a uh, uh, Medikovan who I've talked about before, who's also who's very much into the NFT business himself. He's not just some some random outside you know investor or art art buyer. So there were always uh, you know conflicts of interest to begin with. It is what it is. Uh, what's funny though is that so I was walking around uh, New York City once in Manhattan, and uh, I was walking around Times Square, and there was, there was a, uh, there was a, um, you know, in, if you're in Times Square, for those of you who don't know, there are a lot of uh, these, uh, you know, um, digital billboards or like videos, uh, giant size of uh, video billboards, and one of them said, uh, "Missed out on Dogecoin?" Question mark. Like, said, "You missed out on the, uh, on the crypto rally?" Basically, said. The next one is for cream pie, cream, uh, cream, uh, cream pie, uh, bit, um, cryptocurrency. So, I thought that was funny. It's it's, it's cream pie, like C R E M, so cre C C R E A M, cream, P Y E, cream pie, not cream pie, is C R C R E A M P I E. Uh, you, 
I mean, that's, that's, if you know what cream pie is, you know, you, you perverts. I mean, uh, for those of you who don't know, for all the female listeners listening uh, to this podcast, you can Google cream pie, cream, C-R-E-A-M-P-I-E, and see what that is and, you know, be grossed out. But basically, uh, but uh, this, this cryptocurrency is with a Y, not an E. And sorry, with a Y, not an I. So cream pie, C-R-E-A-M-P-Y-E, not P-I-E. So cream cream pie, uh, <laughs> uh, cryptocurrency. Don't forget that. You can't forget a name like that. Uh, but it's funny because they bought an entire digital billboard on in, in Times Square to, to uh, advertise themselves, or at least a spot on that on that billboard. So the crypto craze is far from over. If, if it's not you know, Bitcoin or Dogecoin or NFTs. It's it's cream pie, apparently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we're far from over. Maybe, um, I wonder if I will be talking about cream pie in the future. Again, P-Y-E, not P-I-E. Uh, so that's it for this episode. Uh, again, um, I'll try and get the next one out on Thursday while I'm here in the U.S. So next Thursday is a tentative date for the next um, episode. Um, other other news. Uh, well, um, my uh, I'm actually making so the big news is that I'm actually uh, making headway in the in the fundraising uh, process. So, uh, if you like what I do, if you like my podcast, you should definitely subscribe to the podcast. But also think about uh, reading and subscribing to the Business Samurai webcomic. Uh, links are in the are in the description. That's really the most important thing because that's what I'm I'm pushing with in terms of fundraising. Uh, if you could, you can go to Webtoons, for example, where where uh, the Business Samurai webcomic is hosted, and you can click on the subscribe button. Um, the views are doing really well. Um, everything's growing, and but it always looks good uh, to investors. And, excuse me, it always looks good to investors if they see the actual on-platform subscriber count grow, grow, continue to grow up. So. Uh, if you would like to support me, the, the most important thing you can do right now is to go to uh, uh, Webtoons and go to the Business Samurai webcomic and read it. And if you like it, uh, click on the subscribe button there on Webtoons. That's the most important thing um, because uh, things are starting to move as far as uh, everything goes with Business Samurai. So I'm really excited. Uh, thank you all so much for your support. Uh, the, this latest episode on Business Samurai webcomic is, you know, they're, uh, uh, Lee Shui and team are trying to sell coffee to, or they're trying to taste test coffee, uh, their two coffee uh, cold brew flavors with uh, with their Japanese uh, customers, and they're trying to use a Japanese, which turns out to be pretty awful. So, But again, they're, they're letting their ego get ahead of themselves. So yeah, uh, check it out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the key lesson here is don't assume your customers cannot speak English. So, yeah, as you can see, on, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the picture over there. Um, see, so yeah, if you, and again, if you like my art and my comic and you like my sensibilities and you believe in, you know, financial money education with an Asian, uh, with an Asian flair, uh, please subscribe uh, on, to this podcast and on Webtoon for the comic. All right, uh, that's it for now. Uh, Take care, and I'll see you next week.